0: Testing. Okay. You <laughs> just tested it. <laughs> Testing again. I know. I got I got to test it every time I press record. Technology is unreliable. Okay. You know what I've been curious about? What? Um, um, you know, the podcast, obviously, you know it because I think you told me about it. Um, it's like quit your day job or yeah it's called quit your day job yeah with kathy i don't know Helen. her name i don't know her name but i know the podcast talking about. yeah so she's one of those people who always say like the same opening line when she starts her podcast she's like this is a podcast for people who want to quit their job and and do something a lot of podcasts blah, blah, blah. i know have intros like that and i think it would be funny to see like your take on what ours is could potentially be and then i'll do oh my it. god potentially
1: i can't think of we we are still talking about what it is every day
0: <laughs> i know but make something up improv remember we you wanted to try to do improv i did try it and i didn't like it um what do
1: you mean like this is shut up nobody cares
0: yeah like the way uh other people are just like this is a podcast for people who love dogs. We talk about how to walk dogs. I mean, this is a podcast for <laughs> people
1: who love dogs. We love dogs, too.
0: <laughs> but what is Shut Up, Nobody Cares to you, Paula? Oh,
1: my gosh. Um, honestly, the only thing I can think about is that, like, I just think about, like, the point where we are in our lives, kind of. And, like, it's kind of just, like, this thing that we're making to share our journey and why we
0: make stuff okay now put that and in, like in that. a sentence oh my gosh look. okay ready three two one action <laughs>
1: <laughs> i li- like you can't be my spot because i had no time to prepare this in my head they've actually sat down and discussed the sentence that they're going to say they didn't improv that sentence so this is not fair
0: i know but this is practice okay go three two i one, actually don't know action. what to say <laughs>
1: Like, this is shut up, nobody cares. A podcast for people who have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> Like me every day.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's a good one.
1: But you can't complain because nobody cares.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I know that we got really thoughtful this week i think because last week i was telling you that people were questioning me what our podcast was about and then at the time you're like oh blah blah, blah 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 but then you went home and thought about it and you were like yeah. i only thought about it because it actually it actually wasn't that that
1: made me think about it made me start like planning with you it made it was the idea that like i just didn't want to keep either repeating myself or i felt like we like graze over things and then we don't actually talk about them in depth and like I just thought it was more it'd be more efficient to like just be more like targeted in our conversations so we can actually like cover because I know we have stuff to say, that's a thing. It's just like sometimes when we feel on planet we sit down and we just stare at each other and then we're just like, What do we say now? kinda of thing.
0: I think it's because I didn't have I personally didn't have the energy to to start it first, just because like i run all the other things so i appreciated that you actually like made a schedule so that i could just pop in there whenever yeah and plug things in so now i guess we are gonna be a little bit more tight-knit yeah more to the point i guess well we were in the beginning it's hard to find the rhythm i think we're slowly getting yeah there. and then
1: i think it's also because now we're recording every week mm-hmm. so that's definitely affecting how we're doing this as well mm-hmm. but we're gonna figure it out we're figuring it out which is part of the fun it's just part of yeah the fun part but tomorrow i'm really excited because well it's my birthday present but annie also got oh yeah her own part of the present for herself yes But yeah, we're going to go see Phoebe Robinson and Alana, um, I'm blanking on her name, Glazer. Glazer? Glazer, it's Glazer. I'm right, yeah. There. From the TV show. Well, Alana's from Broad City. Yes. Phoebe is from So Many White Guys podcast and Two Dope Queens. But So Many White Guys is so good, and I feel like more of the world needs to listen to it. Because everyone knows Two Dope Queens, because it's a comedy show, so obviously, I just feel like, yeah, it's like more popular. But so many white guys. First of all, quality name because there are so many white guys everywhere. But it's actually really interesting, and I rec- highly recommend it.
0: Yeah, and anybody who knows us knows that like this podcast was basically inspired by Two Dope Queens and a mix of other podcasts and shows. So it's really special for us to see her tomorrow.
1: Yeah, because Two Dope Queens is only it's only in the states. But, yeah, they're both really awesome and funny, and I'm really excited because they're, like, goals, inspiration.
0: <laughs> everything we want to be. Literally everything. Yeah, I had another—I feel like every time I'm on the podcast, I mention, like, a life crisis that I'm having. Every day I'm having a life crisis. <laughs> but yesterday especially because— Yeah, you met me when I was
1: at the gym, and you're like— Paula, my life is going to (laughs) change after tomorrow or something like that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you were like, are you selling drugs? Yeah, I literally was like, the only thing I could think you'd be this dramatic about is if you were like selling drugs or something.
0: Yeah, I'm going to join a Cambodian gang because there's not enough Laos people. So I have to go to the next country that's closest to my country, which is Cambodia, and join their gang. I was like... Yeah, and like, sell their drugs. That seems for money like
1: the best solution right now. What? Do, why? Why? Are you going to share why your life's going to change?
0: Oh uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I because I don't even fully know to be honest. I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything to a lot of people, but I'll say it on the podcast. But uh, basically. You know, yesterday I was at Starbucks with a friend because I needed motivation to kind of like apply for jobs because I really don't I, I just had no like energy to do it for some reason mm-hmm. and I and I kind of know why. It's like i keep applying to jobs that I don't want to do, just mm-hmm. jobs I can do if that makes sense. Yeah. And but then it's I- not it's not get, like sending me into the right direction of where i want to be anyways it's it's kind of like plateauing like i'm just at a plateau i'm not yeah yeah yeah. that's that's fair but i think well
1: for me that's why i learned it's a lot like it just all depends i know what you mean in terms of applying jobs you don't want to do like i thoroughly understand that but also like if let's just say for example if if it's a company that's like doing stuff that you that you really want to get involved in and just because you're not doing the most exciting part of the
0: job like that could like lead to that so I think that's why I think it all depends I know it depends on your attitude attitude too and I don't have the best attitude to do that because I tried that at the place where I just got let go and I was bored out of my mind Uh, even if yeah but I don't think you cared about what they were doing anyways like it was kind of similar like marketing like media-ish but even if I did got get the opportunity opportunity to grow within the company, like they said I was going to, I don't, I still don't think I it. enjoyed it, anyways. But that's um, why you have
1: to be excited about like what you're like, what the people that you're working for, like what they do. Not, you don't have to. And all the people out there are miserable as shit. That's a different story. But I'm just saying, I feel like you personally.
0: No, but he was just like, what are you doing? Like, you keep applying to these jobs that you know that you're going to end up quitting anyways because it's not what you want to do. So why don't you just work on the things that you do want to do and then apply to the jobs that, you know, you think you can't get? Because, like, I should be applying to, like, more video jobs, more photo jobs. Yeah, you should be. Things that are more creative. But it I just don't feel ready and I don't feel ready because I'm wasting my time working at these jobs and it's it's just exhausting like emotionally and mentally after you're done like 40 hours or more of work a week and then you have to do your creative stuff it doesn't feel like I have enough energy to do it it's definitely not for everyone like, I will
1: say a lot of people do do it and I've met up with writers who say that they've done it for a billion years and they're still doing it. A lot of freelancers s- still work full-time, but it's definitely not for, for everyone. And, like, I feel like acknowledging that and realizing, like, how how that works for you is, like, really important because not everyone could, could fucking grind and not sleep and, like, you know what I mean? I like, know, that's
0: not for me. Yeah. Like, I, I get that and I respect people who can't, like I mentioned maybe in the first episode, double work. Because I have double work, but it just doesn't work for me. Yeah, like, I feel like my work, my creative work is half-assed. And I get like really sad about that. So I don't end up completing the things that not full potential. So I just think for me, and a lot of people do this too. Where they just like drop everything and pursue their creative projects. That's why, yeah, there's, there's different ways to do it. Yeah, like you don't have to overexert yourself some people can handle it i personally don't think oh my gosh i was listening
1: to a podcast today and she this girl touched on that because she also talks to creatives and stuff like that and she is like a creative or whatever and she's talking about how like there's there's so many different ends on like hustle versus basically sleeping like there's like gary on one side who's like yelling at you to like to like put in all the work you can and even if you're like about to fall asleep like keep going yeah and then she was her example was that there's like ariana huffington on the side on the other side who was like the best thing you can do for yourself is get eight hours of sleep and treat your body night and like and so it's like all (laughs) these people like going like back and forth and i think it's finding like that balance like because some people can push through yeah and some people can't and like i feel like you can't you know you just can't force yourself to do that kind of stuff because you're not going to create work that you're proud of
0: like yeah your journey is going to be different and that's for you to figure out like for me i tried the double working thing i've done it and like i'd hate it and doesn't make me happy that i can't like that i don't sleep like that Mm -hmm. makes me really sad and it affects my work so what i think i'm going to try is just being like selfish because i because i can right now and like i have a little bit saved so i can survive but I just want to work on the things I want to work on. Like, I don't want to apply to these jobs and work mindlessly for eight hours and come home and be tired and not do anything.
1: Yeah, because you you will cut, cause you specifically come home and, like, when you're tired, you're like, I'm not doing anything. Like, yeah, that's a, that's definitely, like, how, like, you function. But I have a question for you. Like, when you said that you feel like you're not ready to apply to these jobs, just for, like, listeners or anyone else who'd be curious, or me, even me, but, like... <laughs> do you feel like your portfolio is not strong enough or you don't have enough stuff to show your skills? Or like, what do you think's lacking? I feel Cause like, like- I know you're talented, but I don't know why, like, why do you feel like you can't? I feel
0: like I don't have enough to show. And the things I do have to show, like collectively, I probably have a ton of things to show, but I'm not necessarily <laughs> proud of every single thing. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know this about me. If I not 100% about something, I won't put it out. Yeah. So like- even if like collectively all the things I've ever done is like there's like hundreds or like thousands of videos if I don't feel confident in every single video then none of them will go up yeah so that's why and I and I know that I have the potential to do better it's just the whole time and energy thing I've never had a moment to breathe because I've always been working And I've always been working and trying to do the creative thing and it's too hard for me. So now I'm just only going to do the creative thing for a little bit to see if that will help me in any way. I think,
1: well, first of all, yeah, do whatever feels right to you. But I think the only way, like the best case scenario is what I'm trying to say. The best case scenario from this is if at the end of this time, you've like actually created like all this work that you're crazy proud of like if you took this time and then you did you you didn't end up making anything or like it was just the same pace that you worked at before then that's just like then there was not there'd be no point i know so i feel like if you just make the most of this time then yeah go for it
0: <laughs> i think i think it'll be different because i'm going into it kind of knowing that if I waste my time now, then that's it. Then I, then I might as well just apply to any job and work to work.
1: Yeah. Like if you don't give it your all right now, when you have the chance and it's like, why am I even doing it?
0: Yeah. Because I see like the, uh, description, job descriptions of, of things that I actually want to do. Like I always joke around with people, even with you, how I want to like have this portfolio applied to somewhere like BuzzFeed or Cut yeah. Yeah. and then take that fame and then become like an independent video producer but like it's like why can't I do that of course I could if I, I think about just this did all it.
1: the time yeah like why can't you just do that I think about this all the time because I'm always just like fuck like I want to like I don't like honestly right now I can't name any companies off the top of my head but I'm very like man like but the company will be in New York for example mm-hmm. and I'll be like Well, like, why can't I just go to New York and just like not go to New York and just uh, sit sit there and apply jobs? I mean, like, why can't I push myself to like work for that company that I really want to work for? Like, why does it feel like I'm putting that so far out of the view? Like, it's really not like I could do it. And it's just like, it's just crazy. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because in the back of my mind, I've always been worried about money. It all comes down to money for me. That's like the biggest thing that's held me back, but it's like people literally lived in their vans because they had no money pursuing their dreams. Yeah, you're one of your favorite photographers ever. I know. Like uh I'll just give him a shout out even though I never hear his this. Name. his name's Chris uh I can't pronounce his last name Bacard. I feel like everybody knows him now, but like he's yeah. he's like the most famous um photographer on Instagram. But um yeah he lived he literally lived in his car and it look at me i'm living in the suburbs with my mom um i'm not struggling as hard and it's like why can't i why what am i afraid of why mm-hmm. why don't i just struggle and it's funny too that you, do the that, work
1: that i was talking to Baxter about this um there's a dj named Dylan Francis, and, like, I don't know a lot of people who aren't into who aren't into EDM, whatever. I'm only laughing because I'm like, um, doesn't everybody know Dylan Francis? Yeah, I know. Everyone might know him. But honestly, though, like, if you're not, like, really into EDM, like, you might not. Like, you might not, honestly. Yeah. Like, you, there's, you might see his face, but not exactly know. Anyways, anyways, my point is, we were talking about him, and Baxter told me that, like, he was like 30 or something or like late 20s like older and he actually he like moved back home to his parents house and like went to the basement and just like focused and just like grinded it and like made his skills like what they are now and that's why he's successful now like he like like just sucked it up went back home and just like work his ass off mm-hmm. and i was like i that that's where he's always stuck with me because i was just like like, sometimes you literally just have to, like, sacrifice those kind of things if you really want to, yeah. like, push yourself. That's, like, one little story. I probably have a thousand of a bunch of random people. But that's when I just, I just thought of the fact that he, like, gave up all this stuff. This, like, freedom, independence, and, like, just, like, yeah. Being able to just be on his own, he had to come back home to figure his life out. And yes. now
0: look where he is. It's, like, that cliche... I don't feel like it's that cliche, but that saying where it's like you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think, yeah. I think that uncomfortableness pushes you to actually do something because when you get when you get too comfortable, you're like, oh, everything's fine. Let's mm-hmm. just leave it the way it is. I feel like you and I like
1: we we uh, we don't feel comfortable. I never feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah, we don't never. we don't feel comfortable, but in the same in this in like the other side like because you are saying that like you can't double work and for me like i do feel like i can double work and i've and i've done it and like i don't i really don't mind doing it the only thing that it does for me like for you like it makes you feel tired and like your work's like lackluster for me it just makes me feel like like even when i I emailed you because apparently we email each other now but i had to email her a long message but like i was just like man like i just like when i wake up in the morning i'm like fuck like i want to work for myself yeah like i get that feeling where i'm very anxious and i'm very just like fuck like i like i literally want to want to do my own thing
0: you're right though it is this anxiousness i always feel like there's something more that i'm supposed to be doing yeah like i like i can't wake up and go to work for somebody i get so mad like i wake up and i'm mad that i have to go deuce i have to make somebody else's dream come true are you <laughs>
1: kidding me that's exactly what i think about too like whenever you're working for someone else you're literally like helping someone else's dream and it's like yo i have a dream too
0: <laughs> yeah what about my what about my dreams why don't you help me with my dreams that's so funny but honestly though
1: like the oh. the donors of where i work like they're actually pretty sick like they legit they didn't finish college and they just like made this Fucking bomb ass company. Like
0: that's, that's everyone. That was at the last company I was yeah. at. Yeah.
1: So he it's did like did not and finish like, school. The deci- thing is, deci- you and I, do this. you and I know there are stories of this happening, and then like we still don't like take that risk, that full like that. Well, you kind of are now, but like I just mean like <laughs> in general. Like I don't know I just like I know of all these stories, and like I love listening to people's stories about like how they got to where they are, and like I'm always so interested in, like what they did and like. The steps they took and all this stuff like that, and then I just, like,
0: keep doing the regular-ass shit that I keep doing, and, and, like, it's really annoying. Like, look at my friend Michelle. She's in freaking New York now doing... like that all came about so randomly graphic design and like that's what she always wanted to do she told me in her last year of school she's like annie i want to work abroad i want to work in new york and then she just went and did it and in my mind i'm like oh i can't do that i don't have enough money to do that do i did michelle have enough money to do that sure she She, did not she did not (laughs) but there she is she's in new york and yeah. like what's the difference between me and her? Nothing. The fact that she just did it she is just, the difference. She, yeah, she
1: just got up and did it. I would love to live in New York though. Actually though, like I'm very jealous of you, Michelle. I know you listen to the podcast. Very jealous of you.
0: Yeah, shout out to Michelle for listening to the podcast. Um, I was telling Paula today or yesterday that I purposely don't tell people anything about my life to see if they listen to the podcast. Yeah, I think I think that's a good test. I don't I don't even bring it up anymore to people like face to face. Because um not a lot of people know that i got let go but the people obviously the people who listen to the podcast know so sometimes people are messaging like messaging me asking me how work is and i kind of just laugh to myself because i'm like yeah you don't listen it's the to title it. of the episode man like and it's, it's like not that hard
1: within the first less than a minute you say that
0: i literally read read out them firing me yeah <laughs> that's then really funny, funny.
1: But something else I was talking about today, so, like, see how just a bit ago you said, like, if you don't give it, you're all, like, 125% now, then, like, you're going to be, like, I don't know why I'm, like, you're basically going to be, like, I don't know why I'm doing
0: this. Basically, I'm going to quit and just work a regular job forever. Yeah,
1: I was thinking about, I was talking about that with someone the other day, and I was, like, like, I don't know if I want to do... If I want to keep pursuing the the writing thing, like I know it's going to be hard, like no one told me to be easy. I don't feel like I'm entitled to being easy in in any way, shape or form, but it also does take like a new level of like determination to like to pitch stories and to like think of ideas and to like keep hearing no, but keep trying. And like, it's just like, I know I haven't been pushing myself like as much as I should, so I'm just I've just been in this weird limbo where it's like I do still enjoy writing but I'm also very like do I want to keep going through this because I know it's it's going to continue to be hard. I don't know, it sounds like I'm complaining. I'm not. It's just like I don't know I just want to make stuff that I want to make and it's like if I I'm just deciding if I still want to write or not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's weird because I'm like cuz for example like I talk to you all the time like I'm I'm thinking of taking of taking these courses and like take like Literally taking my career to like a whole Other path yeah and if I do that And I'm, I'm like very I was talking person I was Talking to you about this too I was like I'm very like all Or nothing like I don't like to be unsure About things like I'm very like black or white. like yes or no I'm all in or I'm Not doing it at all mm-hmm. so I'm Very like like do I want to take This path because if I do this like I have to like fo- I want to like focus on it
0: like it's Cool and like I feel like A lot of people are getting into It because uh-uh. it is like an amazing thing to know but sometimes i think are people going into it because they know there are jobs in it or are like do they actually want to do it because for myself i honestly probably would only do it for the money but it's mm-hmm. like i don't i don't want to do it i want to do photo and video i want to do all that creative stuff yeah exactly that i've always wanted to do but i'm afraid if i dive into this i'll get sucked into it like
1: and you and i have never we've we've always been like like, okay, for example, like, no offense whatsoever, but like, people in our program who, like, went and became teachers. Yeah. Like, all the power to, they're, like, happy is they're happy. It was as, their
0: safety net.
1: Yeah, but they're so hype and they're happy. That, that's, yeah. that's perfectly fine. But, like, you and I have never thought that way. No, it We've was. It's always like, been, like, one direction. Find like, on the goal. Yeah, like, I wanna write and you want to do video or, like, we want to create stuff. Like, we always wanted to, like, work in media and create stuff. It was never, whoa, what, what will we do if this doesn't work out? Like, that was never a thing. And, like, I when I even met with this writer, like a t- couple years ago, she worked in it. She worked full time, and then she was a, she was a writer, like freelancing outside of work. And she was like, after several years, mind you, it was actually several years where she did not get a full time job writing, even though she was like, she's an amazing writer. She was like, I was deciding if I want to just quit writing and just like pursue my career, pursue my career and move up in my company rather than do writing. And it's like, well, it was several years, so I'm thinking that it might be t- too soon for me to me to think this way. But these are questions that like. I don't know. I feel like a lot of p- people in the creative field are asking themselves, and like I'm already thinking about it lately, and because like I'm critical of myself, but still,
0: yeah. I don't know. I don't. I would like to uh, like before, even before, like I would have liked to pursue more um, like programming and coding, but I know in my heart it's not really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just something <clears throat> to fall back on. But the interesting
1: the interesting thing is
0: like we watched this documentary
1: and it was like about like women and tech or whatever and women and um yeah basically women programmers female com- programmers and it was basically saying like literally it has like everything has has to do with coding essentially like you can incorporate coding into literally everything you do so that's why they're that's why that's why they have the argument that like kids should be learning this like everyone should be learning this because it's important and like it's a part of everything and i'm like i mean that's a fair argument i mean it can't hurt to know
0: yeah like i (laughs) i do know like the basics just because of school and stuff but i i find it useful in a sense that like if something goes wrong on like a pre-existing website builder like squarespace or format i kind of know why but other than that, I don't really care for it. Because you right don't like, now. Can you need to build. Yeah, because I, I did have like a vision of like a website that I wanted to build. But like again, it's like time, right? I don't want people to focus on my, my like coding abilities. I wanted them to focus on my other work. So yeah. it's like it's and it's interesting, interesting because like
1: I took that I took the UI course at BrainStation. Yeah, which was cool, but. I think one of the reasons i wanted to take ui was because ui is like their job is to like make sure that everything all the buttons are placed in a certain spot and like everything like is like measured out and like all the dimensions are proper and everything looks good on the outside like i feel like i, d- I never really want to be the person to actually make it like i don't <laughs> mind working on a project and being like yeah this should go here like this is how it should look like i love working on projects and collaborating but yeah, I don't. I don't know if I don't know if I have it in me to. But yeah, those what that's what I've been debating about. Like, if I want to go down this whole, co like pr- programming or focus project on management writing. type thing, or like yeah, really like push my ass in writing. Which, but I honestly like I've been psyching myself out so much with with like my writing lately. Like, every time I think of an idea, I I'm already thinking of how like. I won't I like I probably won't be able to produce like to produce the
0: article for it.
1: Like it's really weird. Like I
0: like well, you I, have the idea but you don't you're not sure if you have enough to make a good article.
1: Yeah. Like I'm not okay. sure. Like i am like it just it's yeah, like I'm just psyching myself out. Like I'm already uh, like I haven't even done anything. And you're yet. already self doubting. And I'm already doubting my, I'm already doubting like the, like my ability to even make that make that article like look good i do like yeah. i'm trying to stop myself from doing it but like i keep doing it and yeah the whole pitching thing is just like i don't know you're so in your head a lot because you constantly have to think of ideas and you're constantly thinking like criticizing that idea what's wrong with that what's wrong with that idea why does the idea make sense how are you going to explain it like it's just like yeah it's yeah really
0: interesting. well they do say the hardest part is starting but once you start it only kind it kind of gets easier from there yeah but
1: stay tuned i've been trying to pitch more actually that this weekend this weekend last week i've been like pitching more and more and like no's don't really no's don't really get get to me like i'm just trying to like get to the point where like i have more frequency in like thinking of ideas and putting my ideas out there like i actually get kind of hype when i get no's because sometimes editors don't even get back to it at all so sometimes when they're like, no, but like pitch me again, I'm like, oh, this is great. Cause, cause they,
0: they <laughs> cause they see your potential and they want more from you. At, at least that's what I think. Yeah. Like, cause when people don't reply, it's like, oh, like you don't care at all. Like <laughs> yeah. you don't care about me at all. And I've been in touch with like some really encouraging editors
1: and like really nice people that have encouraged me to keep going. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's really nice. That, as honestly, I feel like that's what's made... That's why I've even gone as far as I have. Like, having those people to, like, to sit down and talk to. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like you should do, too, in your time. Talk to people? That are, like, making... Let her, like, do, have careers that you want to have. You
0: know what I mean? i always afraid that I would annoy them. No. Because... There's there's either people that are super nice and like wanna help people because they know the struggle and then I'm afraid that I'm gonna encounter the people who are like, Oh, I had to do this all by myself. You should do it too. But and the thing why is why are you asking me? Blah blah the blah. The worst
1: thing that could happen is they just say, they they say no, no, I don't have time for you or they don't reply. But I've just I feel like I've gotten lucky because I specifically reach out to women which i don't mind because like these women that i admire it's not like i'm like reach out to people i don't want to talk to yeah but like i just in general just women are just way nicer to me i've been i've spoken to men before too though like i not like the, i haven't spoken to any but i just feel more if i'm like more just comfortable more comfortable like sending a like email to a woman
0: yeah because it's like we're on the same wavelength it's mm-hmm. like they understand our struggle
1: yeah no for sure but i think it's definitely helped me i think you should yeah, do it too that's it's really kind of like idea. a men it's kind of like a a mentorship type thing too like i don't know just it's been really helpful for me so i recommend doing that
0: <laughs> yeah even even going with you that one day to talk to angeline francis, oh yeah francis yeah that was really and her job is yeah she's a video producer yeah that was really um interesting for me because she was doing something that I want to do, yeah. so I'll try to do more of that what's what's that website? um you go on tell people, oh, I don't really use it
1: much uh ten thousand coffees mm-hmm. i don't I lied actually, that's how I found one of my mentors, but um other than that, I haven't really used it much. I honestly find people by like. Twitter (laughs) Twitter is where like because I don't know like there's so many maybe it's just I don't know if it's just writers specifically but like they just love Twitter and they're all there and they love to just like put attention on them with like what they have to say and like I don't know so I just find a lot of them on there and then like I just like FBI their email and then I just reach out to them that way sometimes I sometimes I've have I DM'd anyone? I feel like I've DM'd people before I'm just like an FBI. I just track people down.
0: <laughs> but yeah. Maybe I'll make it a point since, you know, I'm not really doing anything to meet with at least oh, I have. two okay. people a week or something. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm, one person a week. One person a week. I feel like, that's, yeah, one person makes
1: things more realistic. But I have DM someone. When I went to New York this past summer, Yeah, I was like, I need to meet with someone because I'm in New York and I know there's people who are doing really cool shit here and I cannot waste my, mom, waste my. <coughs> I was only there for like three, two days. So I'm like, I can't waste my time here. Mm-hmm. And I DM'd a girl who like wrote, she like interned at Fader and like wrote for, wrote for Pitchfork and she met up with me and we went to this place called Miss Lily's and it was really good it's a caribbean place recommend and yeah she was really really nice she put me on to like an editor at another magazine and now i've emailed that chick and that chick has actually been like yeah like pitched me and we've emailed several times and like yeah it was definitely worth the instagram dm sliding doesn't always have to be about getting the d guys it could be oh my it could be
0: networking as well oh you gosh. can network and slide okay yeah and Paula tried out Bumble Business it's it's a dud here in Canada they need to work on that
1: I just don't see the point of Bumble Business only because I can't categorize the business that I'm looking for it was just like random people and I was just like I don't want to find like a social worker and a friggin' gym teacher a like nurse. yeah and like a nurse like that's not what I'm looking it was just weird they need to organize that better but I like the chick
0: that you hear that bumble. <laughs> Get your shit together. I like the girl that that created it
1: though. She's a badass. But something wolf, I think, is her name. But yeah.
0: Anyways, um. So yesterday with my friend, he was kind of grilling me because <laughs> not only was he like, "You're wasting your time, like looking on Indeed and Angel List because I know you don't want to do any of those jobs," which he's to- he was totally right, and mm-hmm. I needed to hear it but he was also (coughs) sorry excuse me i still have a little cough um he was also like grilling me about like the whole buzzfeed thing like my my whole like get famous off buzzfeed thing and and i was just like they don't have a video team in toronto though and he was like you're dumb why don't you ask them why they don't have one
1: yeah and but i think you're also Psyching yourself out because you're also like, I need to make great work first, yes. and then you show, they need to show my great work. And so they need to see how great I am because they need to see my portfolio. So I feel like you still won't do it until no. you have a right, have a portfolio. Yeah, to shove, I'm not ready to, to shove in their face.
0: Yeah, because England has one, New York has one, India has one. Why doesn't Canada have one? Yeah. We we have an office here, but it's like only the news one. I think you. Sh- I think you should make that a goal for yourself. I know I should, and then just keep. And then keep being in their face and keep pitching them ideas
1: and then being like, I can make this for you.
0: Or <laughs> I was also like super inspired because, you know, Cut, um, mm-hmm. you know how they're based in Seattle. They mm-hmm. were doing a QA and a and one of them was like, oh, like, I didn't know you guys were based in Seattle. Why don't you guys move to L.A. like everybody else? And then they were kind of like, well, like, we know each other. We all know each other because we've either worked with each other before or through school, and um, the community in Seattle is, uh, like, kind of different. And, oh, yeah, for and, sure. And not, like, assume, anywhere else. I would assume that. And they're like, why would we move when um, everything we know is here? And I was like, why can't I just be a cut like cut and just make something here it's with, true. with my friends it's sure like everyone i know Because
1: even if you make it here like you're not signing like a blood oath to this city like you can always relocate but i mean like there's nothing that's that's stopping you from starting it where you are like start where you are and then <laughs> isn't isn't that like a part of a saying like start where you are anyways but something yeah like that something like that but yeah you could there's nothing stopping you from starting it right here
0: guys message us on our website if you want to see um shut up nobody cares Video, <laughs> oh my god, of us, of us, yeah, of uh, of whatever. I'll c- well, I mean, you can start, start, start making more team. stuff. So, like yeah. look at okay, okay. I love Chris. He's he's one of my greatest friends now, but the boy is so directionless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, though, Chris, you're a gem. I'm just putting that out there. But yeah,
0: but. You have no direction. <laughs> um, imagine starting a team with Chris and like other people I knew. I think it would be amazing. We could be our own little um, production studio <laughs> in Toronto, like cut, and people will ask us why we haven't moved to LA, and we'd be like, because everything we know is here, and and here is great. But I will say, a lot of what well, this is, just, I only
1: know because I talk to a lot of writers. But like, when it comes to dipping out of Toronto. People have a lot of reasons to dip out of Toronto. That's a whole other <laughs> podcast we could even get into. I'm not even going to get into it. People but don't I even just,
0: have to know where we're from. That's true. It's I'm, the internet. That's
1: true. I'm just I'm just saying, people ha- people leave for a reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. Also, like, but we can start it. No, there's. We
1: can always start. People always start here, and then and then they and they fly they away. Run away. <laughs> and they fly. They spread their
0: wings somewhere else. Yeah. Unless we get too attached, but we'll see when we get there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we so get So, yeah, to it. Uh, message me on our website. Don't message me through Facebook, Twitter, or uh, <laughs> Instagram because I want to know that you go on our website and.
1: Or or, our, or the Sunk Show Instagram. Oh, yeah. You can DM the Sunk Show Instagram. Not our
0: personal Instagrams.
1: Yeah, you can, yeah, you can do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, let us know if you want to see Shut Up Nobody Cares video. Okay
1: some sort of video
0: yeah idea well i was thinking because I, i'm <clears throat> i'm this is brainstorming right now are you brainstorming a right little now? bit <laughs> because i was thinking like for for the videos that i want to make like in the near future near future meaning like now mm-hmm. um if i should upload it in my own name <clears throat> or upload it t- onto like yeah the shut up nobody cares platform just because it could be more than this podcast yeah for sure I think I'm going to do that. I don't think I'm going to put it on like my own sort of channel. I think I'll just make like a. Uh, this so I think
1: you like the idea of, of cut because it's like all these creators like come together kind of thing. Yeah. As opposed to just being you. Yeah. It could I be don't, like
0: a community kind I of don't thing. I don't want it to be just me. I was talking to Tina the other day and I was like, how can I be famous without being seen? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to be in it. Like I don't. I hate like having the attention on me i love having the attention on my work but most most of my work doesn't involve me which is what i hope for in the future yeah but we'll see
1: yeah stay tuned guys for videos and more visuals from
0: annie yeah (laughs) from from me but also paula because i'm gonna force her to be in them oh yeah yeah there you go i'll Um, be around but yeah it's really important um i think for me to i guess i've always thought this to highlight um more like i've always been inspired by like Wong Fu productions because yeah, they cast like specific people in their shorts and stuff and like i never wanted to be that person who only chose people that i don't know that you see all the time
1: yeah like Like in your work
0: yeah like even in school yeah because you did photography in school yeah people clarify people chose like your typical like model-y type looking people and i literally like asked my friends and they look just as good or even better than the 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 model looking people so i'm excited to get back into that that like yeah creative side and that's the one thing i like about to
1: which if you haven't checked out their youtube channel you should but they do have a lot of different faces and types of people on their channel which i
0: think is cool should we um bring it to paul now yeah so paul is my friend from high school and he's his story is a little bit different because he's a science math guy and um interesting enough We learned that math tells stories. Yeah, didn't know that at all. I actually learned a lot
1: from um, his story. I don't know how much of it I can actually recall to you, but he did teach me a lot. I will say that. There are some nuggets I took from it.
0: So we tried to give you as much of that as possible, but it's a little hard because most of his presentation was visual, but I think you will still get the idea through what we've left for you to listen to.
1: Yeah, we tried to basically give you his main point and what he was trying to say with his whole math story.
0: So enjoy, and we'll see you during episode six. Whoa, episode six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Peace, later.
2: Cool, all right. So um, first and foremost, I'd just like to thank Annie and Paula for this opportunity to be standing here tonight. Um, I'm very lucky. Um, I was told that I had to tell you a story and I actually don't know too many stories about myself, so I'm gonna talk about math. <laughs> and I wanna talk about math because I think math can be a very good storyteller if you know how to read the language, and how some of the, one of the stories that math can tell you is um, that of how the universe works. It's a very unfortunate thing that, you know, school has taught us to think that math is all about doing calculations and working with numbers, but it really isn't. I you know some people think it's useless, but math is really about finding patterns in the universe around us, and then, Using these patterns to make some predictions and explore the universe. Anyways, shut up, nobody cares. (laughs) So, I guess the final question is, you know, why should anyone care about this? And you know, I guess most people don't, unless, I don't know, like you're weird, like I am. But I think there are some interesting lessons to learn from all of this. Um, I mean, in case you haven't noticed, the history of physics is full of failures, setbacks, and mistakes, and you know, that's what science is all about, right? Like, it's, it's not about knowing stuff and being smart or whatever, it's about knowing when you're wrong and when you have made a mistake and then learning from that mistake. Um, and these failures were, were all necessary, um, like going back to the Michelson-Morley experiment. If they hadn't, I guess, quote, unquote, messed up their experiment, this wouldn't have led to all of the advancements in physics that we now see today. And our lives are the same. I think our lives are the same in many ways. Um, All the failures, rejections, mistakes, setbacks, everything, like all of that, they just make us who we are. Um, You know, like thinking of uh, Kenzie's story. Um, You know, sometimes they end up being opportunities and we just need to have an open mind. So they do make us a better better person, I think. Um, And the the next lesson I think is we should always have an open mind. Um, just thinking back to the way physicists thought about the world at the time um, in the early 20th century, you know, they thought that they knew everything. And because they thought that they knew everything, they didn't even try to like learn more. Um, you know, never say I know that already because the moment that you say you know, you know that already, you stop learning and you stop improving. If you think that you're good at something, even if you are, if you th- the moment you think that you're actually good at something, you're gonna stop improving. Um, that's something that my dad taught me and I try to, Take the heart. Um, finally, physics isn't easy. Um, it's it's. I left out a lot of details, but you know, people coming, the people who came up with all these things, they didn't just sit down and like do it on an hour. It took m- many years. Um, even Einstein himself. Um, you know, you we th- th- always think of him as like some super genius who was just naturally talented, but he spent almost a decade trying to come up with the equation that I showed you earlier, the feud equation. And during that time, he, he rarely left his house. So he spent a lot of time trying trying to just do a lot of stuff. And in the same way, life also isn't easy. And another way of putting it is, uh, things, that are, things that are worth pursuing are, very, are rarely ever easy. Um, You know, for me, for me personally, if you had, if I had to choose between something that was easy and something that I actually wanted to do, I would always pick the latter one, even if the second one always had an element of risk or an element of failure or any of that stuff. Um, and I think, you know, if you want, if you never leave your comfort zone and you're not open to opportunities, um, you just, I don't think it's worth living life. Anyways, at the beginning of my talk, um, I said I did not have any interesting stories about myself. Um, and I don't know, I really don't. But... So that's why I wanted to talk about math. And I hope I made the case that if you're really, inter- if you're really good at working with equations, massaging equations, then mathematics can be a very good storyteller. Thank you.